the reality of it is, is that a lot of the majority of working Americans are actually living paycheck to paycheck and being able to deliver money to them earlier than their typical two-week cycle actually has some pretty meaningful impacts. You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Payments Innovation Podcast. This is your host, Brady Burkett, and I'm joined today by Ahmed Siddiqui. He's the head of product at Branch, and he is the author of The Anatomy of the Swipe. Ahmed, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brady. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited to have you today. You have a great background in fintech. So, you know, aside from those uh, few credentials I shared, would you be able to introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah. So I've been kind of working in the fintech payment space for the last six years now. Prior to Branch, I was actually one of the early product managers over at uh, Marketa, which is the issuer processor of cars. And then before then, actually, I had no you know, experience in payments or fintech. I was actually working in VC for a little bit. I had uh, my own little kid's iPhone app business. And then even prior to that, I worked, uh, worked for IBM um, on their consulting side. But yeah, I, even though I've been kind of in the payments and fintech space for the last six years, I still feel like there's just so much to learn. And I feel like kind of the new guy still. But yeah, I hope, hope that gives you a good, good sense of who I am. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, I think a lot of people in payments feel that. And there are different pockets and different sub-segments within payments. And, and obviously, with Marketa and Branch, you know, your, your expertise is really in, in card payments. So, you know, starting at Marketa, I know you, you came without payments experience. How did you get into that role? Um, what did you find interesting about Marketa that you really wanted to work on? Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, me getting into Marketa is really kind of funny. It's, so I was living in San Francisco, and my wife and I were actually uh, planning on moving to, back to Minnesota, where I'm originally from. And the reason for that was because we, we just set, had our first kid and, you know, just kind of raising kids in San Francisco, at least for us, without having parents around was challenging. And so I was kind of looking to move back to Minnesota and, you know, had everything kind of packed up, ready to go. And I get this Facebook message from this guy. Uh, that I went to high school with. His name is Dave Matter. And I, I know that you interviewed him maybe a few months ago, right? Um, yeah, he's been on the show. So, so Dave and I go way back and he Facebook messaged me and said, like, hey, are, are you around? Like, we should grab coffee. You haven't talked in a while. And so I was like, great. Yeah, sure. Let, let's meet up. Ended up meeting up with him. He kind of, you know, told me a little bit about the business. I didn't really fully understand it at the time because this was almost... Yeah, almost six years ago. And Marketo was about 35-ish people. And I didn't understand payments at all. But he kind of explained it to me in a way that made a lot of sense. And I, I got pretty excited about the concept. But what was really interesting is that he, uh, you know, again, I told him, I was like, look, I'm moving to Minnesota like next week. And, and he's like, no, wait, wait, let me, let me try to convince you otherwise. He's like, uh, we've got we've got this opportunity out in Dubai, and I kind of looked at it and I was like, you know, I uh, it's actually on my bucket list to work in the Middle East. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, well, well, what's it going to take for you to 
uh, work with me on this. And so I was like, well, I to talk to, talk to my wife about it. And so that later that night, I, um, you know, went out to dinner with my wife and I was like, would you, would you rather have the snow or would you rather have the sand? And obviously she, uh, it's a little confused, but she, she ended up picking the sand. And so that's actually how I ended up at Marquetta, but you know, weird kind of happenstance way. Yeah. And, and it sort of kicked off a career in payments, obviously. And, and some of your early learnings you've actually captured in your book, um, which we can talk about a little later on, but just curious if you could provide a background about Marketa, what, what the company does, you know, what, what you found fascinating about Marketa and, and wanted to jump in and then specifically what you were working on out in Dubai. Great. Great. Yeah. And so, uh, Marketa is a modern issuer of, uh, cards, issue or processor of cards. Um, so think about it as kind of the underlying tech that enables uh, you to create a debit card or a, a credit card and the underlying tech that actually helps move the money from that card swipe to the merchant. And, and so like if it's infrastructure, but what's really fascinating about it is that it's a, a developer first company. And, and I love that um, being a developer myself, you know, we're able to kind of make this very like complicated topic of card issuance into something that's uh, easy for a developer to, to understand and to work with and to kind of integrate into their apps. And that's, that's actually one of the sort of the main reasons why I love working there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned Marketa is an infrastructure, you know, currency cloud is as well. So, so we saw, we, we have that mindset um, that we're working with other fintechs to provide the front end. But I think what goes along with that is the industry or, or users take for granted certain capabilities, whether it's in card issuance or card payments or, or anything else related to what those infrastructure providers do. So what are, what are some of the things that you might have taken for granted in the world of card payments until you joined Marketa and learned how it really worked? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it resonates with just about anybody. It's like you've got this piece of plastic in your wallet and all of a sudden you swipe it and, and the merchant has your money. Like it seems so mundane, but there's a lot of stuff that's happening under the hood that enable that. And, and the fact that I think a lot of people think that there's real money on that piece of plastic, it, it actually isn't. It's, it's in the cloud, you know, and it travels via bits and bytes, which is really interesting. Yeah. So, you know, this, this idea of an infrastructure player, you know, you guys are, or, or Marketa is working with some other fintechs. And, you know, I'm curious how you see that um, impacting the industry. You've since left Marketa and now work at Branch. You use other infrastructure providers. Um, how do you see those types of infrastructure providers impacting fintech? Um, you know, whether you have to build everything yourself or if you can go out and assemble uh, some core components of what, what you want to build. Yeah, I think um, just uh, infrastructure and fintech has just gotten to be so good over the years. And really what it is that um, you don't really need to know about what's all going on between, you know, the, the swipe visa, MasterCard, the banks, et cetera, you're able to kind of use this infrastructure to be able to build apps on top of it. And what's interesting is that you don't need to be a bank to use Marketa's technology or, you know, any fintech, you know, type of infrastructure product. And 
I think that's really cool because you can use cards for various different use cases. And I think, you know, DoorDash and Instacart, they're not, they're not banks, right? But payments is actually very important to them because they're collecting money from um, somebody who wants food and then paying a merchant. But like, how do you actually do that um, and be able to reconcile it and be able to actually manage it so that, uh, you know, money doesn't move to the wrong place? I mean, they're able to actually hook into uh, a platform like Marketa and be able to issue their own card that they basically give out to their drivers. And so doing that even, you know, six years ago when I first joined, like it's kind of unheard of because there was no developer-friendly API uh, infrastructure company that could allow that. It makes you wonder where some of these other technology services would be without these uh, fintech infrastructure players, right? How, how do you have a DoorDash without these virtual cards that are approved at specific merchants? I, I don't know if you can, unless you just have a, a high level of trust in the driver, which is you know certainly a possibility, but might not operate as seamlessly as we expect today. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's there's ways to do it, right? I mean, you could, you could just have a direct connection with that merchant. But then you're talking about like integrating in with every single merchant. Whereas if you were to use card rails, you know, essentially Visa and MasterCard have kind of built that for you, right? But similarly, if you if you wouldn't have had a, a you know, an issuer processor that you could work with, I mean, you'd be working with various different banks who you're, you know, kind of dealing with dealing directly with Visa and MasterCard and it's it's actually really hard to do. Yeah, so kind of changing lanes here. Can you tell us a little bit about Branch, your your second act in the payments world? A little bit about what you do, how you joined, you know, and what Branch is doing in the market today? Um, so, so Branch is actually a, a challenger bank. And what, what we do is we partner with employers to help their uh, working Americans uh, grow financially. And so when I say working Americans, they're the people that work for these employers. And so you can kind of think of them as you know, Domino's pizza drivers or Subway sandwich artists or team members over at Target, right? And so we're offering um, a platform that can kind of help uh, these people get ahead financially. And I, I, I got into this because obviously, I, you know, I've, I've always been kind of looking for ways to get back to Minnesota. And it just so happened that branch is based out of Minnesota. It originally started off in Los Angeles, but moved the company to Minnesota. And, you know, it started off originally as kind of a, a scheduling company. And so we were able to um, offer ways for target employees to be able to view their schedules uh, in an app and swap shifts and pick up additional shifts. And what's really cool about this is that, you know, these people, that, these hourly workers that they're actually looking to uh, make more money, they now have an opportunity to do so by taking more shifts. And so, so we kind of built that initially. And then, you know, as we were kind of exploring this a little bit more, I mean, the, the mission of the company was, how do we just help these people make more money? And we also realized that there is a component of this of like, how do we help these people make or make their money faster or be able to get access to it faster? And so we started launching some uh, uh, fintech and financial wellness products around this. And that really, took off. And what we found out is that, you know, even even a little bit of money like 50 to $100 actually goes a long way, especially if you're in a, in a, in a bind and like, you know, you're getting paid every 
two weeks or, or whatever it is, right? And so we were able to kind of offer earn wage access. And then we um, recently did as we launched our, our Challenger Bank product. And so it's a completely free checking account with debit card, you know, two days early pay. And then uh, again, with that, all of the earn wage access is completely free. And so that's why we've kind of gone <laughs> from, from, from sort of a scheduling and schedule management company into kind of a payments, fintech and financial wellness application. Yeah, quite, quite the pivot. But, but what, what's really exciting, I think, is you guys are, are taking an approach that we see, we see a few companies doing, signing up consumers with a, in a challenger bank model and trying to offer financial wellness um, to those consumers. You know, we, we know the, the stat that, you know, so many Americans don't have uh, more than four or $500 in savings. And there's a lot of companies out there that are trying to solve that. But I think what's fascinating about Branch is you guys are actually partnering with the employer to provide, you know, unique functionality to the, uh, to the employees, right? It gives you um, deeper insight into your user. And then based on the employer and, and maybe, um, you know, it's only for some of your enterprise customers, you get to tailor your offering to benefit those employees directly. So do you have any examples you can share there about, um, you know, specific use cases you guys are working on that, that is really only available in this employer-employee model that you guys have? Yeah, no, I, I'm glad that you brought this up. I, I think this is one of the, the major things that, you know, having, having worked in enterprise sales for so long, like we've kind of built a, a really good method around how we tackle this. But, you know, again, being in the payment space and kind of, you know, really trying to understand how, how we can move money faster and cheaper we've been able to find some pretty interesting use cases. And the one that I'm, I'm really excited about is uh, this partnership that we've got with Domino's pizza. And what's great about this one is uh, it's, it's actually solving a really, really big pain point in that nobody buys pizza or pays tips and cash anymore, especially, you know, with the, with the COVID crisis. Right. And so what happens is that, you know, for a pizza delivery driver who used to be able to get, you know, a few, maybe a 50 to a hundred dollars in tips every night in, in cash, they don't get that anymore. Instead, they get a stack of receipts. And then what they do is they, they come back and they present these receipts to the manager and then they tally it up and they would go to the till and try to pull that money out. But if there's no cash in the till, like, what do you do? Right. And so what we did is the, through our partnership, we actually came up with a way where we can actually pay these drivers digitally through our, you know, our, our debit card and our, our wallet. And that's, that's been kind of a, a really exciting way for us to kind of serve a market need and just be able to kind of show that, hey, you know, there are better ways to get people paid. Yeah, I think, I think that's really cool um, how you're taking a, a holistic approach, understanding the user understanding, you know, their day-to-day life in order to help them, you know, solve real challenges and, and provide real value to them. So can you talk a little bit about your business model, your revenue model, how it might differ from traditional banks, how it might differ from other challenger banks, how you, how you try to align with your consumer and, and your uh, customer, which is the employer through that model? 
Yeah. No, um, so our model is we're completely free to employers and we're completely free to the employees. And so the way that we've been able to do that is essentially it's through interchange revenue where anytime that um, an employee swipes our debit card, we earn interchange from the merchant. And what's cool about that is that we're able to keep this as completely free to the to the employee. There's no overdraft fees. There's no monthly minimum fees. There's no maintenance fees or whatever, or even, you know, a, a, any other sort of like membership or whatever. And what we're also able to do is we're able to actually offer earned wage access for free to these users as well, simply because, you know, again, we, we would earn the money on the interchange for whatever you spend. And so there, there actually are no fees to be able to take a earned wage advance either. Mm. It's kind of revolutionary when you think about it, what these business models have been able to accomplish for, for the user um, and to think that an employer could, could get these products to their employees for free. It's kind of like, how do you not, how do you not sign up for that? So I'm, I'm sure you guys are, are seeing some growth in the market. And, you know, just, just, you mentioned briefly the COVID crisis affecting some of your users. Um, and I'm curious how you see that in a larger context, maybe beyond just the pizza delivery drivers, but you know, your user base as a whole or your customer base as a whole. Um, are you doing anything different these past few months or, or plan to? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, we've been thinking hard about areas where we can actually kind of impact people based off of sort of the tech stack that we've built. And again, I'm, I'm you know, pretty happy about sort of what we've built over at Branch. And again, it, it kind of goes from a lot of learnings that we've had from Marketa in that, you know, everything that we're building um, helps move money very, very quickly. And so how can we leverage that to service people where they're having issues with getting money from point A to point B, you know? And, and the reality of it is, is that a lot of the majority of working Americans are actually living paycheck to paycheck and being able to deliver money to them earlier than their typical two-week cycle actually has some pretty meaningful impacts. And so, um, and again, like, you know, how people are kind of rushing to the grocery stores to buy, to hoard and buy up stuff, like, well, you need money for that, right? And, and so being able to kind of like forward the money um, so you can do that, we're able to facilitate that. I'm not advocating for hoarding, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, when you need the money, you need the money, right? Um, How much toilet paper do you have in your garage, Ahmed? <laughs> <laughs> I can't shut my garage because of it. <laughs> uh, well, so so you you briefly touched on the the difference between building branch and building Marquetta, and I'll let you take this question wherever wherever you want to. But can you provide some insight there about different challenges, different things you're thinking about? Maybe you know lessons you learned at, at Marquetta that that you're taking over to branch. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the irony of it is that I'm actually employee 35 in both companies. And so I <laughs> was fortunate to like join at roughly the same state stages. You know, Marquetta had a number of pivots uh, when I was there as well. And it's, it's kind of very similar at Branch. I think the key difference is that, you know, at Branch, we are, you know, our, our customer, it, it, there's two customers. There's kind of the end employee, which we're like maniacally focused on making sure that we can build and a fantastic app experience and just overall experience for them. But then we also have to think about the employer trying to, you know, uh, work with them to deliver this, uh, you know, on, on the Marquetta side, it's a, it's a platform play. 
where a lot of the work was catered around, you know, being the infrastructure behind a lot of these types of companies, right? And so uh, a little bit, a little bit different, but you know, again, uh, the fact that they're both in payments and you know, very fast-growing companies, like I, I think there's actually more similarities than there are differences. Yeah, and and I think for our listeners who want to learn more about that topic, uh, they can check out your book, which you just published, "The Anatomy of the Swipe." So, can you talk a little bit about you know what what prompted you to write the book, but then a little bit about you know, how you structured it and, and what topics you touch on? Yeah. So, so again, like I mentioned to you, Branch started off as a scheduling company. And so there aren't very many, or at the time, payments people or people that really understand fintech. And so what I was doing is I was actually going through and writing a lot of Confluence articles on like, you know, this is, this is what happens when, when a card is swiped. This is what acquiring is. This is what issuing is. This is like, you know, how, how the banks interact, what is ACH? Like, essentially I was compiling all this stuff and I was like, you know, uh, I have a really good friend, uh, Eric Koster, who, um, he, uh, he teaches over at Georgetown university and he actually teaches a class on how to write a book. And so he reached out and he was like, Hey, I'm actually planning on, uh, doing a course on writing a book and it's all going to be all online. You still have to commit some quite a bit of time, but would, would this be of interest to you? And I was like, whoa, okay, yeah. Like, I've actually always wanted to have a book and I actually think I might have some content for it. And so what I did is I essentially took a look at all my Confluence pages and I kind of smashed it together. Obviously, I had to redo a lot of it. I had a lot of like stick figure drawings that I like to use when I'm explaining these concepts. You know, put those in the book. And then obviously, you know, people don't want to look at ugly stick figure drawings. So I actually uh, found a really talented artist that was able to kind of reimagine those stick figure images into comics. And so the approach to the book is, how can I explain what happens when you swipe that card at your favorite coffee shop in really like easy and simple terms? And again, kind of do something a little bit fun as well and show some comics in there. And so that that's kind of, the the approach and and again my my main reason for doing this is i i ideally just want to be able to educate as many developers and entrepreneurs out there that are interested in doing something in the payments or fintech realm it's like how how do you sort of unlock the power of payments and fintech by having some knowledge or being empowered by having some knowledge on it yeah i i think the the book's a great introduction you know i know from from my standpoint Obviously, don't have experience building products in the in the card payment space, but just reading through it, you know some of these things that that you take for granted, you lay out in in good detail, and it gives us an understanding. and And if you're about to build something, certainly a great place to go. Um, so you mentioned you had a lot of this material already written. Did you have any? Have anything that you wanted to to write about in the book that you actually had to go dig up more research on, or you actually um, stumbled across you know new learnings as you were uh, laying this out in an informative way? Yeah, and I, I think you you covered this actually pretty nicely. Is that my experience has been predominantly on the card issuance side, but I had to learn the acquiring side, and I actually learned it by doing some a lot of work in uh, uh, this technology called Push to Card that I was doing with. Um, 
uh, with Branch. And so I had to learn the acquiring side. And in order to do that, I actually ended up interviewing a lot of people that were in the space and you know, hopefully it was able to kind of like condense how like the world of acquiring and the world of issuing, like how they kind of work together to like build this whole ecosystem. And so there's quite a bit of learning there that I was able to kind of distill in here. Yeah. A- any fun anecdotes or, or your favorite chapter uh, that you wrote about? I think. I think that, you know, I kind of open up the chapter talking about a use case where there's this uh, guy who uh, his, his car breaks down and he needs money to be able to repair his car and, you know, be able to get to work because if he doesn't get to work, then he doesn't get paid. Right. And so he actually used a, a, a technology called push to card to get some money really, really quickly to his Wells Fargo debit card. And then he was able to kind of pay for his pay for getting his card towed and then uh, take an Uber over to work. And then he was able to work. And I, I think that's really cool because if you don't have any money in your bank account, like there's not a lot of other options. I mean, you can borrow money from friends, but then you got to find your friend that can give it to you right away. Or, you know, I mean, waiting for a bank transfer takes a long time. And I mean, you, in this particular case, he had seconds to be able to do something. And with this technology, he was able to actually get the money to his wallet within 15 seconds and actually make a transaction with it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And these are the, the small innovations that are happening, you know, daily um, to, to impact real people with, with um, real challenges in their life. So to, to wrap things up here, I'm going to ask you a two, two part question. Where where do you see the future going for Branch? You know, how how are you guys going to evolve? And then, you know, coming back to your book, what's a chapter that will be included in your book in three or four years as you do a rewrite and, and take them out of turn if you want? But just, you know, how do you see this space evolving and how do you see your work evolving with it? Yeah, I think especially on, on the Branch side, uh, where we really want to focus in on is really helping these employers get more um, I guess, fintech savvy. And I don't know what that looks like, but I do have a sense that they're going to want more and more things or they want to, they, they will want to get closer and closer to becoming a fintech. And I think my, my hypothesis really is that every major tech company that's out there at some point is going to become a payments company or a fintech company in, in some way, shape or form. And, and I think that's really where you know, my head's at, and this is really where I'd love to kind of take, take branch and be able to kind of help those companies get there. So, so that's, that's that. And then, you know, in terms of where things are going in terms of payments, I actually would love to write about how there is no anatomy of the swipe. There is no swipe because there is no card. And so I guess I'll have to like probably change the title of my book, but I think payments will just become ubiquitous. And again, as much as I think like swiping a card is mundane, like it's actually going to be even more mundane where it's like, you know, it's like you think about the Amazon Go stores, you literally go in there and you walk out with stuff and you don't, you never swiped anything. Like it just kind of happened. Right. Right. And and certainly building off the infrastructure of, you know, the, the, the swipe technology, but with, you know, much more, modern touch point. Uh, that, that'll be fascinating. 
So Ahmed, where can listeners find out more about Branch and find out more about your book? Yeah, cool. So so Branch is branchapp.com. We can also download the app uh, on the iOS app store and also Google Play store. And then for the book, you can go on Amazon and uh, just search for Anatomy of the Swipe and it's there. Uh, would love for you to download it on Kindle or um, order the physical book. Great. Well, Ahmed, this has been a pleasure. Um, I could talk with you for another 30 minutes or an hour about, about payments. Great episode. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks again, Brady. I really appreciate it. Currency Cloud is an online payments company that makes international money transfers fast and simple for businesses. We're building a borderless future where international transactions are seamless for a better user experience. Discover the world's most trusted payment platform and our toolkit of developer-friendly APIs at CurrencyCloud.com. You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.